This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 263 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is brought to you by FeedXL. Visit them at FeedXL.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, we have back with us today a very fun lady, Betsy Cohen. She's back with us today. She is from Bickmore. We call her the Leather Lady, or I call her Betsy Bickmore. Uh, but she is from Bickmore, which is the, one of the leading companies in the leather care business, and she's been working with them for over 10 years. We've had her on before, and we've gotten nice comments about Betsy and, and what she goes over as far as leather care is concerned. So we're going to have Betsy on right here, right after these words from FeedXL. Are you sure you're feeding your horse the right hay, grain, and supplements? Do you ever wonder if your horse is getting too many vitamins and minerals or too few? Well, thanks to FeedXL, there's a way to find out. What you feed your horse is not something to stick your head in the sand about. It's simple. Go to FeedXL.com. Take a couple of minutes and plug in information about your horse and what you feed him, and instantly you will have a complete report including easy-to-read charts and graphs on your horse's nutritional requirements and where they are lacking and where you are overfeeding. From hay to grain to vitamins and minerals, it's a complete report. Stop over to FeedXL.com and see what you can do to help feed your horse better. Let's say hi to Betsy. Well, hi, Betsy, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hey, Glenn. Nice talking to you again. I've just, uh, you know how I have you listed in my phone now is as Betsy Bickmore. You, you don't even have a last name anymore. It's just Betsy Bickmore. I guess it could be worse. It could be like the lotion lady yeah. or something. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, last time we were together, we spoke about uh, pine tar. And today, I think you want to speak about another product that comes from the uh, the mushing of trees. Absolutely. Venice turpentine. Um, not a lot of people know what Venice turpentine is for. It's kind of an old remedy kind of thing that's been on the shelves forever. Um, there's not a lot of really good labeling on it just because it's um, been grandfathered in. It's a product that's been around for so long. It's been grandfathered in from the FDA side of things for compliance. And basically, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, my grandfather used it, but I don't know what he used it for or how he used it. So, you know, we always have some around, but we don't really know what it's for. Yeah, we had a great uncle so, that uh, had a lot of horses, and when we when he died and we, we cleaned things out, there was a lot of turpentine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's, it's interesting stuff. Well, now, I think um, most people know it for for the thinning of uh, oil paints as opposed to, you know, even use on 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 or around horses in the barn. That's what everybody I think that's uh that's painted it all has used it for. Yeah, and they're kind of different products. Um Venice Turpentine originally got its name from Venetian larch trees out in Venice, Italy. And so basically those trees are no longer available. They're on the endangered species list. Um, the large tree in general has had a major problem with some sort of fungus um, that is killing off a lot of the trees. So we call ours American Venice Turpentine, um, and basically it's going off of large trees and different species of large trees that are from Canada and the U.S. 
And so you're going to see on our product, it's going to say 100% pure artificial Venice turpentine. It's kind of like um, champagne. Champagne comes from the Champagne Valley or the Champagne region of France. If you get champagne from California, then it's called sparkling wine. Venice turpentine is only Venice turpentine when it actually comes from the Venetian large tree, which is really no longer available. So we're all using some sort of artificial Venice turpentine. Okay. So that's one thing that a lot of people call and, and question me about. Hey, yours says, you know, American Venice turpentine, then underneath it it says 100% pure artificial Venice turpentine. What's the deal with that? It's a location thing. The second thing is, again, I'm kind of all natural. I want to make sure that any of these products I'm using aren't going to hurt myself or my horse or the environment. So our Venice turpentine is all natural. It is biodegradable, and it does not contain any, any of those nasty petroleum distillates. Okay. So pretty important for me anyway as a horse rider and, um, you know, I want my animals to be happy and healthy. What Venice turpentine does, a lot of people don't know, and basically Venice turpentine is used when you have a horse that has real tender feet. If you're moving it from shoes to barefoot, um, if, if they've trimmed them a little too short and they're a little sore, or if you're going to a harder, rockier type environment, you know, going from sand arenas to some trail work or off-road work, that's when you're going to use Venice turpentine. And basically, it is thick. It is a little sticky. Um, what you're going to do is clean off the bottom of the sole really, really well. Use a brush, use a hoof pick, the whole nine yards. And then you're going to paint it on the soles of the feet. And then usually, you know, I'm not pretty particular about it. I don't mind getting a little gooey. It's sticky enough that it's going to stick in there and get absorbed into the hoof. But I know a lot of people who will take a brown paper bag and cut a circle and put it on the bottom of their hooves, especially after they're done riding and if they're just putting them in their stall, and will allow the bag to come in contact with, you know, it's, it's their hoof, the Venice turpentine, and then that paper bag just as a barrier so it stays on their hoof a little bit longer before it's worn off. It's going to say for and the two seconds pretty, before it falls off. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it does. It stays on a lot longer than that because Venice turpentine is pretty sticky stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. So I was impressed because I never thought about it. I just figured, you know, I just cleaned their stall. Their stall is clean. They're in a pretty clean environment. I'm happy with just putting it on, but there are people out there who are pretty particular. Now, is so, it supposed to help dry the foot out or keep the foot moist? Um, It does. You know, I'm not sure about that. I think it actually um, helps toughen the foot. Um, that It is a hoof toughener. So to me, that leads me to believe that it does dry it out. And, you know, there's so many things online. And like I said, it was a FDA product that was kind of grandfathered in. So there haven't been these long, exhaustive FDA studies about all this stuff. So a lot of it is subjective and a lot of it is people just making their own assumptions. You know, I'm putting this on. looks like the hoof is drier, so it is drier. So, mm-hmm. yes, I would concur with that. Um, they also say that formaldehyde will do it, you know, iodine will do that. So I have used it when I've had horses with soft, mushy hooves. I have painted on their soles and around the bottom of their hoof. I try to keep it way far away from the coronary band. Um, so it is a great product to have around. And, and pine tar and Venice turpentine I pretty much use in they're, – they're in my tax box at all times. Well, you know, there, you are know there are some people, too, in the old days that used to mix, uh, let me think about this, they used to mix uh, the Venice turpentine, the pine tar, and iodine. And, and a hoof pack. 
Yeah, and that and you use that for uh, mushy frogs and for the really wet feet. Um, Absolutely, and we still have a lot of farriers that are still mixing that stuff up today. Really? Doing that, absolutely. And a lot of the ingredients in some of these hoof dressings, if you look down the ingredient list, it will say pine tar, fenris turpentine, and, and a lot of these ingredients. And then a lot of times it's also petroleum distillates. Now, what so. makes your the you we're we're talking about Bickmores here? What makes Bickmores, Venice turpentine, are all Venice turpentines equal, or what makes this one a little They're better? Absolutely not. Our Venice turpentine is significantly more expensive than everyone else's on the shelf, and that is because ours is one hundred percent pure. It is not cut with any oils. It is not cut with beeswax. It is one hundred percent pure. So it is much more effective. A little goes a long way. Um, and, again, it's just a matter of saying, okay, reading the label and going, yep, this is the right stuff. And I'm taking a look here at your website right now. Um, which The website's at bickmore.com. I'll tell everybody. And uh, I'm looking at the Venice Turpentine here. So yours comes in 16-ounce uh, size. That's it. Okay, which you don't really, you're not going to use a whole lot more than that over a lifetime. No. <laughs> we had one customer who wanted it in gallons, and they said that they wanted to order 55 gallons. And yeah. we gave them one gallon and say, you use this, and then you tell us in, you know, in 10 years if you need more. You really want more. <laughs> and it was really funny because after about a month, they called us and they're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, exactly. we're good for the next 10 years. <laughs> Really, you're going to spend, on our Venice Turpentine, you're going to spend between 20 and $25, but it's going to last you just about forever. Yeah. I mean, painting the soles, you know, you don't have a ton of square inch, you know, I want to say square footage, but it's not even, well, footage, ha ha, pardon the pun. Um, but, you know, a little goes a long way. The problem is you need to keep the brush clean so you keep the product not contaminated or you keep it free of contamination. So Which is very difficult to do there, Betsy, keep that brush clean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I use a brush <laughs> and then I use a Ziploc bag and I paint the hooves with it and then stick it right back in the Ziploc bag and then keep that in another um, mason jar. I have like a plastic mason jar that I keep it in there. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, that you, you, you will, the brush will wear out before you run out of product. Absolutely. That's for Even sure. with some of the big racing farms that are using a ton of it, it, it a little goes a long way and yeah. it is a very effective product. All right. So that's everything we need to know about American Venice turpentine and what okay, you can use it for. Thanks for having me. No problem. And that, and that I wanted to uh, mention again that uh, all your products can be found at Bickmore.com. That's B-I-C-K-M-O-R-E.com. Well, thanks, Betsy. I wanted to remind everybody to be sure to listen to this week's Stable Scoop radio show that I'm the host of over there with Helena B. It's the, This week is the two-year anniversary of the Horse Radio Network. It began two years ago with the first episode of Stable Scoop. We are now on episode 104. So you can hop on over to StableScoop.com. And it was the blooper episode. I put a bu- uh, together a whole bunch of the bloopers from Helena and I over the past two years. So stop in and take a listen to some of the bloopers. Uh, that we had over the past two years, 104 episodes, 176 guests, and a whole lot of fun over at StableScoop.com. So stop over and take a listen to the special two-year anniversary blooper episode. And don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 